it's game day at Raising Cane's. If you want to order like a champ, it's the action off the field you need to focus on. The only play you're running is chicken. So what combo are you picking? Make it a perfect season. We've got tailgates of hand-battered, cooked-to-order chicken fingers and cane sauce and jugs of freshly made tea and lemonade. All available to order online or on our app. This season is about to be unbeatable. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, one love. (laughs) McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the best ever Big Mac burger. Take it away, Hamburglar. Rubble, rubble. He said, there's more special sauce in every bite. Rubble, rubble. He said, rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble indeed, my friend. Try the juicier Big Mac and get 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Comparison to prior classic burgers, limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid once per day. Excludes tax. Must be opted into rewards. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. I want to welcome you to Episode 3 of Adventures in the Spirit on the Charisma Podcast Network. We have an incredible episode for you, but first, I want to let you know that I am extremely grateful to the Charisma Podcast Network for making us part of their family. And I wanted to personally thank Dr. Steve Green for his kind and prophetic words to me the other day. What's exciting is that he interviewed me for his Green Lines podcast. We had a great time together as I got to share about this podcast, Adventures in the Spirit, but also a poor of my testimony of how I was supernaturally healed of post-traumatic stress disorder from combat. Jesus is in the healing business and he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you haven't listened to Dr. Steve Green's interview with me, I want you to know that I provided a direct link to his episode in the notes for this adventure in the spirit. Please listen to it, share it, and subscribe to Dr. Steve Green's Green Lines podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. I love all of you so much. Thank you for being on this adventure. And now, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Right before Jesus ascended into heaven, he gave his disciples the Great Commission, promising them the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. In Acts 1 verse 8, Jesus said, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. With the Holy Spirit as your teacher, Jared Lasky developed a new Bible study journaling system that is sure to equip you in your adventure with God. The Spirit Empowered Journal offers life-changing steps that will enhance your biblical studies. This journal will not only help you know how God spoke in the Scripture, but also what He is speaking to you now. This is an incredible approach to Bible study, empowering your spiritual journey. Your relationship with the Holy Spirit and understanding of the Scriptures will increase as you use the Spirit-Empowered Journal. Buy your paperback copy on Amazon.com or FirebornMinistries.com. 
Welcome to episode three of Adventures in the Spirit. I had an incredible conversation with Tom Ruotolo, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy this. After becoming a Christian at 19 while attending college at UNC Chapel Hill, Tom was full on in his passion to tell others about the amazing love of God found in Jesus Christ. He went on to graduate from UNC and then Columbia International University with a Master's of Divinity and Certificate in Counseling. Tom moved back to his hometown in Connecticut, where he started Shoreline Christian Counseling, a ministry which grew to be one of the largest Christian counseling centers in New England. At the same time, Tom pastored for 18 years and was instrumental in two church plants. In the year 2000, Tom came alongside Randy Clark and Global Awakening to plan and lead 39 international trips to 12 different countries. In 2006, Tom worked with Randy to begin the Global School of Supernatural Ministry and also served as its director its first year. Tom's undying passion to see the body of Christ become more effective in reaching the lost propelled him to start Power and Love Ministries in the year 2007. From 2008 to 2019, there were 116 Power and Love four-day events around the world, training up tens of thousands in a lifestyle of power evangelism. In 2016, Tom merged Power and Love Ministries with Lifestyle Christianity, the ministry of Todd White. During this time, Tom worked with Todd to purchase a $13 million training center and begin what is now Lifestyle Christianity University and LCU Online. Currently, Tom is the founder and president of CityQuake, a ministry that comes alongside to consult with churches and ministries to help them articulate their vision and sharpen their execution. The Lord has downloaded to Tom a next step that takes all of the ingredients of a power and love-like event and then multiplies it in a city over a two-month campaign. You're going to love this episode. Well, thank you so much, Jared. It's really good to be on your program. And this, yeah, this is Tom Rotolo. Yeah, I'm excited to talk. Excited to talk about City Quake today and the vision that God has uh, given me back in August. And so, uh, so yeah, I'm ready to go. Where do where, where do you want to go today, Jared? Well, you've launched City Quake, which you say is from a download of the Holy Spirit. And when I'd heard and saw your vision, I was excited because this is what's needed in the body of Christ, where events and conferences are not just a one and done, but ongoing. They also need to stoke the fire. So I wanted to know some background of how God gave you that download for CityQuake and your strategy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And when I say download, just so people know what I'm talking about, there's been times in my life, it's probably been about 10 times now in major ways and I don't know, probably hundreds of times in minor ways where on the major ones, I, I will get the, like, I will know that God is like speaking to me. Now, it's not an audible voice, never been an audible voice, but it's been a like a, all of a sudden knowing in my spirit, knowing my mind, my spirit, everything. And when I say I see, I don't like seeing the natural, but I can like picture exactly like I can I, I have this picture of where the Lord is taking me it's happened with Randy Clark it's happened with Todd White and Lifestyle Christianity but it happened uh, in 2007 when I started Power and Love actually I was praying and fasting and I was asking the Lord Lord how can we do this faster and what I mean by that is that I had seen I had just started uh, Randy Clark's school with him uh, the Global School for Supernatural Ministry and I saw these 50 students, all different ages, getting excited about the power of God working through their life. They're just average folks, uh, and yet they were becoming way above average Christians in the sense of they were seeing fruitfulness in their life everywhere they go. They're blessing people, praying for people, loving on people. And I saw just this increase in amazing ways. And so I was saying, so I went on this retreat in Moravian Falls, North Carolina, 
And it was at the beginning of 2007. And I was saying, Lord, how do we do this faster? Like, how do we, how do we train and activate the body of Christ? I mean, some people can go to a year or two year or three year school of supernatural ministry, but not, but most can't, you know, most are, right. have jobs and family and have commitments. Uh, how do we do it faster? And I felt like the Lord said, you could do it in four days. And that's where I, and I got this download of, of how to structure those four days and power and love was born right there. And we had our first power and love about a year later in uh, Ohio. And, and we've had, you know, over a hundred since then. Now the power and love is being stewarded by Lifestyle Christianity and Todd White because in August, the Lord gave me a follow-up download. And that's what I think I'm saying all that to try to get to the, the download that I got in August. And it, this was a weird thing. I wasn't on a retreat. I was not, you know, praying and fasting. I was in a conversation with a couple and they're asking me, you know, okay, so you're leaving lifestyle. What are you going to do next? And I'm like, I have no idea, Brian, Julie, uh, I, I just have no idea what I'm going to do next. But the Lord, I know the Lord's going to show me. And they started asking me about power and love and the, and what I liked about it and what I didn't, you know, what I wish I could change about it. And I was like, you know, the main thing that I wish that was the, every, every Saturday night at a power and love, that's the last night. I was sad because I thought, look at these lives have been so impacted. You know, the, thousand or fifteen hundred or whatever number that were there they've been so impacted and i just i just was like are they going to be able to grow in this is it going to is it going to be an upward spiral in their life or are they going to downward spiral now that the conference is over and in my spirit i just felt like oh my goodness i think it's going to be a downward spiral even though i don't want a down, downward spiral you know i i don't think i and i and i wasn't quite sure if pastors always had the ability to to steward what was going on in their people in their church and because because lives have gotten so rocked and they were so excited about what God how God could use them yeah. the most shy person the most you know whatever it didn't matter they were like getting excited about it so so as I'm there sh- sharing with Brian and Julie about how yeah it's boy that was always sad I'm I begin getting this download like I begin like and I and I tell them I was like hold on a second the Lord is speaking to me right now wow. like I know. Ex- I went from not knowing what I'm going to do next to knowing exactly what I'm going to do next. Wow. I didn't know the name at that point, but it was um, in terms of City Quake. But I knew that it was going to be a city changing thing. And I knew that instead of trying to get, you know, 40, 50, 60 churches in a city uh, th- that we were trying to do for power and love, that I'm going to be looking for six, seven, eight, nine, ten pastors and leaders in a city that say we want to not just have an event. But we want to build this into the fabric of our churches, our culture of our churches, so that that it becomes a lifestyle on an ongoing basis. And so that's the that's the the plan. The Lord gave me this strategy, and I could talk about it more. But but you asked about the download and how it happened. This one happened to happen right there as I was in the middle of a conversation. I love that. I I love it when the Holy Spirit downloads things instantaneously. Like that sometimes, sometimes we have to wait and go through a process and then sometimes it's instantaneous what he'll give us with strategies. But I appreciate even that it's a long-term strategy. It it really is. I I mean, my mind was blown. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there and, and I'm on, and I'm on overload because I'm seeing, I'm seeing what to do, how to do it. And I'm even seeing the results. Like I'm experiencing in my body the excitement of the results of what's going to happen in these cities that we go to. And it was all at the same time. And so I'm like, I'm, you know, circuits run overload. 
But I came out of that realizing that, okay, the power and love event, the three and a half day event is awesome. And we should continue doing something like that. We're going to be, I'm going to be calling him City Quake Lifestyle. Todd with Lifestyle Christianity is going to continue to do it. I'm glad he's doing it. And he, they're going to call them Power and Love. But I'm going to do this event. But my event is going to lead into a follow-up campaign, a two-month follow-up campaign that pastors are going to commit to ahead of time. They're going to know about it. And, and we're going to have – so let's picture this. Saturday night's over. The, the City Quake event's over. And Sunday morning, we start the campaign. And so what happens is that week, let's say we have eight churches in a city, right, committed to this. Well, let's say we have four meetings that next week at four, each four, four of those churches have, have a meeting that week. And then the next four have a meeting the next week. So let's say they, there's one on Tuesday night, one on Wednesday morning, one on Saturday afternoon, one on Sunday afternoon, whatever they choose to do them. But they're all going to be the same type of meeting. They're going to be called Love in Action, and they're all going to have just a short worship, short teaching, and then people are going to go out, be paired up, go out just like we do it, Power and Love. They're going to go out and come back and share testimonies. And what this is going to do is going to take the folks that have gotten excited during the Power and Love, or, or you know, now it's going to be City Quake event. They're going to be excited about that, and they're going to be able to come, and they're going to be able to grow in it. And then it's also going to draw in the folks that were not able or were too scared to go to the event, and they're going to they're going to be drawn into it, and they're going to be like, "Wow, this is so cool!" And even though if they were scared, they like didn't understand what was going on, they they had to work during the event, didn't matter. They're now able to go to this love and action service, and and what happens is is let's say you're you're attending one of the churches, right? And your church has a Tuesday night meeting, but you can't attend Tuesday night. You got your kids are going to school, whatever, but you can attend Wednesday morning or you can attend Saturday afternoon. And so you go to one of these other churches uh, that's having the love and action because we're all working together in this, in this two month campaign. And you go to that and you get, you, you get paired up and you go out and you come back and share testimonies. And it's going to be like this upward spiral. It's going to be, people are going to get excited about the testimonies. We're going to take video clips of all the all the services of all the testimonies, narrow some uh, kind of cut it back to maybe four or five minutes of testimonies. They're going to share them on Sunday mornings at all eight churches. And so, what it's going to do is going to it's going to raise the visibility in those churches of what's of, of what's going on. And I believe that you know maybe the event maybe fifteen percent of the churches are involved in the three and a half day event. But now that 15% is going to start growing to 20, 25, 30, 35 that are going to be attending these love and action meetings and are going to be going out and are going to realize now, wow, this can happen in my life every single day. I love that. I don't know if, I don't know if that's making sense, but it, I actually believe that the Lord said in the same way power and love envision individuals for what's possible in their life, City Quake is in, going to envision the body of Christ in a city for what's possible, for how they can really take the city. You know, we we have all kinds of words like, oh, we're, you know, there's a lot of fluff out there. Like, oh, we're going to take our city for Christ or whatever. And then nothing happens. I believe that City Quake is actually the people of the body of Christ are going to like, wow, when the power of God is with us, when God is flowing through us and one by one, we are stepping out all the time. 
that we really see how we really can take the city for Christ. I love it. That's amazing. And you'll be doing the activations and equipping people and sending them out and making it a, a daily experience, daily encounter with God and then with other people just loving on people. And you and I both have been in ministry for many years and have seen the conferences come and go, but there needs to be a sustainment. There needs to be an ongoing stoking of the flame and the, the fire and, you know, not just a, you know, the evangelist comes in and then he's gone. But hey, here's here's the body of Christ. Here's a catalyst who can come in or catalysts who come in and, and start it and stoke it, but then everybody else maintains it and keeps it going. I'm excited for your strategy. Uh, I'd attended yeah. Power and Love in Denver. <laughs> And re okay. really loved it and then helped with the Virginia Beach Power and Love here. But once we'd heard about City Quake, I was like, oh, yeah, we're jumping on board. So, Tom, on, on your webpage, you're discussing the mentoring that's available with you. Your webpage says, we must reevaluate our standards for what is successful ministry. As I have traveled, met with pastors and ministry leaders from around the world over the years, I see the same errors that I made being reproduced by so many others. These pastors and leaders are wonderful people. They have hearts for the Lord. They work hard and most put in long hours. But to put it plainly, pruning is badly needed. What do you think can be pruned currently in our modern day church in order to bear greater fruit for the glory of God? Yeah. Well, that that's a great question. And, and I, man, even as you read that statement, my heart just burns because I, I, I feel... So uh, I hurt for pastors and leaders because I, I see them just doing what they've been taught, what they've, what's been modeled to them. And I see, just like was in my own ministry, I see so little fruit. Matter of fact, I kind of say it this way. I, I see in my own life, there was just enough fruit to keep me repeating the same things, you know, but it, it's very low producing fruit, very few converts, very few people really growing into leadership. Every once in a while you had that one person that became came to the Lord and, and grow, you know, grow to maturity and became a leader and whatever, but it, it, they're few and far between, unfortunately. The answer in terms of what needs to be badly needed, there's really two two things I'm, uh, that I, I can, I really think these are the keys. We educate instead of activate. Mm. And therefore, it results in low-producing seat fillers rather than soldiers and true shepherds. Wow. We educate instead of activate, and it therefore results in low-producing seat fillers rather than soldiers and true shepherds. We have gotten so good at teaching in the body of Christ. If teaching—now, I believe you, I love the Word of God. I, I believe faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of Christ. You know, I mean, I, I love the Word of God, but— if teaching alone was going to change the world, the world would be changed about five times over by now because there's so much good teaching out there. I mean, I love YouTube and I love the Internet because I can go and I can see a sermon from any teacher I want out there and I can get a lot of it, you know, but it's not changing people's lives. Matter of fact, I would argue these conferences, these these teachings, the YouTube, whatever – I believe it's making us less mature and less equipped in the gospel. Now, why do I say that? How can teaching make us less equipped? Here's the reason. Because every time you listen to a message, you or I listen to a message, and we just agree to it in our head. Wow, that was a great message. He taught on 
marriage. He taught on giving. He taught on, you know, evangelism. He taught on this. Time. Every time we listen to a message and we agree on it in our head, you know, what happens is we think we got it when we don't got it. The problem is, is that when we think we we got it because we know it, we can even spout it off. We can even repeat what that message was. And we think we got it because we know it. And the Bible says that love, that knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. We don't have something until we're applying it in our life. And that's where people have become accustomed to learning, 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 learning. We go to church and learn. We go to conferences and learn. We go to seminars and leadership development and seminaries and Bible schools. And, and we learn and learn and learn and we're we get very little activation. What I mean by activation is actually working it into our life so that we are now living it out, a life of love, and we can love the person in front of us. I'm amazed, man, again, it hurts my heart to have to say this, but I'm amazed that when we've done these power and loves, that people are coming and they're getting transformed and pastors who've been pastors for 20, 30 years don't understand, have don't live this life. How can they model a life of living out a life of love and power if they've not experienced it. If all they if all they do is prepare their messages and teach and prepare their trainings and prepare their leadership team, but they're not living out, they don't have testimonies in their own life every day or every wherever they go, they are at the grocery store or whatever, they're reaching out and they're believing that God's going to use them with the power of God right there. It, it, you know, so, now, I'm not saying every pastor, but there's a lot of pastors are there. And, and, I, and I feel for them because they've been modeled the wrong things. Their time is going into things. And this comes down to the other, the second area. We've been handed down models for ministry that revolve around the, quote, felt needs of our members. Right. Rather than the model of Jesus. Yeah. In order to form the ministry structure of our churches. That, and that also results in just enough fruit to keep us repeating the same pattern. So we, so it's a felt need model of ministry rather than a Jesus model of ministry to form that, that the main structures of our churches. We have a lot of meetings, we have a lot of services, we have a lot of things, but the the fruit is is they're just some small grapes that we're producing rather than the life changing fruit that can happen when somebody when a when a life goes from shy or introverted or wow how do i do this and now all of a sudden they're like wow yes at burger king we can minister to somebody and wow i believe that god's going to heal that leg right yeah. there in front of me and god's going to get me a word of knowledge or whatever so that those are the those are the two areas right there that i just kind of summarize them real quick i love it that's exciting you know i think this current generation may not know what needs to be pruned because it's been passed down from generation to generation but they know that there's a there's a longing in their heart for the presence yeah. of Jesus. And I oh. think I think that that is also calling for the church to kind of, there's a place to reach out to people with a hand up, you know, but there's also yeah. that place where it's like, go into the presence of Jesus. Here's the presence of Jesus I have. Here's how to hear God and walk in his power and authority that as a son and daughter that you are. And you could go do the same thing Jesus did every day. I think we need more of these, you know, ministries all over the world. So, yeah. Hey, let me just say something before I know you're going on another real quick on that is that I believe the Lord, like I see the hunger in the body of Christ like, yeah. and it encourages me because 
there are people that are saying, this will date me some in terms of this, this statement, but there are people saying, where's the beef? You know, where, where, it, where is the difference? I'm tired of just coming and going and coming to meetings. I'm tired of, of just getting pumped up because of a great worship service or great message or, you know, hearing a great story. I want to do the stuff in my life. And that is what encourages me. That's what kind of keeps me going and saying that with power love and now with city quake, it's going to make a difference because there are, there's a hunger. And even with those who aren't hungry yet, they've just gotten burned out. Even those that aren't hungry yet, they've just not seen a good model. Once you show them, once you show them, hey, this is what's possible in your life. They're like, they come to life because they want it. They don't just want church as usual. That's awesome. So here's a question. I might be changing this up just a little bit. So say someone wants to jump on board and host a city quake. How can the church begin to stoke and fan into flame the fire of revival, of awakening, of equipping, of impartation before a city quake comes locally? Well, in terms in terms of having a city quake in your area, there's a number of ways in terms of to build interest. Um, I have I've now started city quake Facebook groups to, that will gather interest. You can share testimonies on them, and these are like city by city. You know, Dallas, Texas, one or or you know Newark, New Jersey, or whatever. And so they're in they're localized so that when people join, they know that the other people are also in their local area. And then when they share their testimony, like, wow, that happened in my city. Or they, they can even say, hey, anybody here have time to go to the mall on Wednesday at, at, at four, you know, and meet me so that we can go and pray to, with people. And so there's a, it's a sharpening aspect of it, as well as a, hey, let's, let's get our pastors on board so that we can get City Quake to our area. So that's one way uh, you can email me at office at cityquake.org, office at cityquake.org for more information. I really believe in, in areas there are, there's a group of people that are hungry for more. And it's just a matter of connecting those people. The, the enemy wants to isolate us and just like make us feel like, oh, I'm the only one in my area that want, wants to do power evangelism, you know? And it's not true. I believe that God's raising up other people. So it's a matter of connecting. That's what the Facebook groups are for. You can go on the cityquake website, cityquake.org website, and actually see all the cities that right now we targeted and if your city is not yet targeted with a group we'll start one for your group and you can be the moderator of that that one and and draw people into that so we have a whole plan system in place for that did i answer your question on that yes sir i just felt like that's what i was supposed to ask Uh, i kind of changed up that one question about the local church you've taught power evangelism for many years activating untold thousands of people and using their spiritual gifts today in our day-to-day life are there a, a couple of stories that may stand out to you that you're willing to share with our listeners? You know, I, when I read that question, I thought, yep, there's about 20,000. <laughs> I love it. I mean, the, seriously, I actually, we're actually right now doing a project called 10 Years of Testimonies where I'm going through and I literally right now have 4,000 testimonies Amen. that I could choose from. And, and I'm about to release them so that if, if uh, you get on our email list at uh, cityquake.org, if you get on our email list, we're going to start emailing, probably releasing three or four a week of these testimonies. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, I mean, these are not crazy, amazing ones. I'm just going to share just some, just the everyday stories uh, that, that has, have happened there. there. There's so many, I've forgotten more than I've remembered. You know what I mean? This one guy, he was uh, driving home actually from a power and love meeting and uh, he, he's dry, he's, he's on a motorcycle. He's uh, all of a sudden he, he kind of feels like I'm supposed to stop at the gas station and he doesn't need gas. Like his, his, yeah, his motorcycle's full, has a full tank. 
So he, but he just keeps feeling like I should stop this gas station. And he, and then he started kind of like hearing the spirit go ankle, ankle. And he's like, well, I don't know, but I'll, I'll just be obedient. So he pulls into this gas station. The attendant there is, uh, he, he goes up to him. He said, listen, I, I don't really need gas, but I just got this feeling I'm supposed to stop. I, I, do you have a problem with your ankle? He goes, yeah, man, I was just swimming in the creek yesterday and I heard it and it's really hurting. And guy goes, man, can I pray for you? And he goes, sure. And so the guy gets down, uh, you know, and, and, and puts his hand on the guy's ankle and prays very quickly in the name of Jesus. Ankle be healed. And it's absolutely, totally healed. The guy's freaking out. And it's just like the healing of God. Has, you know, the, the, this believer is now equipped. Two things about that story. One is obviously this guy got healed. He's realizing that God loves him that this guy would come out of the blue to stop to pray for his ankle. I mean, his life was rocked, but the other person's life was rocked was the guy on the motorcycle, right. the believer, because he's now realizing, wow, God wants to use me like this every day. God wants to speak to me like this. So I love that story. For that reason, I'm gonna, another one, when a Christian, they're in Walmart, and they, they go up to this other person and the guy's got a hurt shoulder. He's a Christian. The guy with the hurt shoulder is a Christian. The guy with the, you know, he was with our power and love group. He was like, well, let me pray for you. So he prays for the other Christian shoulder who's hurt. And, and this Christian had not been coming to the power and love. And he prays for it. And the guy's shoulder gets healed. And the response from the Christian was, wow, I never thought about praying for people outside the church before. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so what this does is it not only activates the Christian's in going out, but it, the model, it models what should be happening in other Christians, and Christians are catching on. And, and, and there's time I'll share one more that, that I really love. Is, oh, please do. Yeah. I love okay. I love all the stories. Send me like 3,000 oh, of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get them. Sign up for the email list. We're about to release several weeks. So there's this gal that goes up to another gal, and, and, and she's she's got her hand in like a soft cast, right? And she's she's from Asia. I don't know. I can't remember if she was from Philippines or Korea or whatever. But but the gal uh, whose hand is in a cast doesn't speak much English. But the the Christian uh, that w wants to pray is kind of like sign language and like you know I want to pray for your your hand and does it hurt? Oh yeah, hurt. And uh, you know is it bad? Oh yeah, it hurts so much. Going to doctor surgery going to have surgery she goes well let me pray for it so she prays for it and her hand gets hot like her her, her arm gets hot and she goes like oh hot 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 and she takes off the soft cast and she begins moving it around she goes oh no more pain no more pain and the the gal that's praying for her is like yay that's jesus jesus just healed your your wrist awesome and the lady goes, Jesus, teach me, Jesus. Wow. I just, it just makes me cry. Like, oh my goodness, this gal doesn't even understand who Jesus is. And, and it's getting rocked by Jesus. Her hand's getting hot. Her hand's getting healed. And, and it opens the door wide for now this Christian to be able to teach this other one about Jesus. And, and they just had a fantastic conversation after that. But that's what the power of God does. That's what it did in Jesus' life. It opened up the doors for the skeptics. It opened up the doors of those that were hungry. When they got healed, when they saw heat, when they saw the power of God happen, they were like, wow, we want more of this. We want to know you, Jesus, you know.
And that's what it does. And that's why I love it. That's awesome. Is there one gold nugget of truth you'd like to speak or share with our listeners? Just, uh, just don't get complacent in what and where you are. Mm. No matter where you are, I want to just encourage you that the God of the universe, the Holy Spirit, if you're a Christian, the Holy Spirit is living inside of you. And don't settle for for less. Don't settle for like a life of just getting by, a life of just trying to not sin, a life of just trying to keep your family from falling into traps of drugs or pornography or whatever. Don't settle for that. I mean, of course we don't want that. And we want to, we, we want to live holy lives, but we want to, we don't, the Lord wants there to be a fruitfulness to our life. He said, we're going to see greater fruit, greater results than he would, than even he saw. Like, let's press in for the greater stuff and believe God. If you've not been trained in this, man, come to a city quake, go to a power and love. There's tons of training out there, but don't just watch the videos. Determine even before you watch the video, Lord, I want to do this, not just talk about it. I want it to be in my life every single day. I bless you with that ability to put it into practice. I love that. Thank you so much for that. I know that um, I've been blessed through this conversation. Would you mind repeating again the best way for our listeners to get in contact with your ministry? Absolutely. Cityquake.org. That's just the word city and then quake as an earthquake. Cityquake.org. Uh, you can sign up for the email list there, watch some videos there, learn more about City Quake, uh, inviting City Quake to your area, or you can just email us at office at cityquake.org, and we will be glad to respond to you. But uh, yeah, hey, thanks, Jared, for the privilege of sharing. I always love to. Yes, sir. It's my pleasure. If you don't mind, could you pray a prayer of activation for everybody listening? Absolutely. I would love that. I would love that. So, Father, I thank you. I thank you for what I've had the privilege of seeing over these years. I thank you for the those that have been activated. And, Lord, I ask that there would be an impartation, even over this, this uh, program, even as they listen, that, Holy Spirit, you would burn in their hearts. And, Lord, you would let them know. If there's, you would wipe away the shame if they feel like, oh, I've not done this. I've not listened to your spirit, and I've not stepped out in love. I pray that right now you would be building hope in them. This is possible. This is possible. You'd be speaking hope, speaking life. And Lord, you'd be, even today, they may say, I think I need more training. No, they don't need more training. They just need to look through eyes of love. And I bless them with eyes of love to be able to look at people and believe that you can use them today. You can work through them today. And Lord, I pray for that small step of faith today towards somebody else who needs to know who needs to receive. And Lord, I pray that you would teach them. You said you're the teacher. Lord, we've got a lot of good teachers out there, but you're the teacher. I pray that you would teach your body how to grow up in this. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so very much, Tom. It was an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the Spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com, and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in the Spirit. The Is It Morning Yet? deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. 
And that's the best time of all the times. Get any sized iced coffee for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And sweeten the deal when you pair it with a baked apple or pumpkin and creme pie. After all, why wait to treat yourself? Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba. 